man, what a great day to be an Eagle. Mercy. All right, well, with just one game now left in the regular season, Georgia Southern is playing for their lives, playing for the 2022 season to continue, still searching for that elusive sixth win of the season to become bowl eligible. Um, It is all on the line this Saturday against arch rival App State, also playing for their lives, already has six wins, but needs that seventh win because they've played two FCS opponents um, this year. And by NCAA rules, uh, only one of those count. So, um, yeah, both teams, Cody, playing for their lives this Saturday. All comes down to this, senior day. Um, and, yeah, after that tough tough loss at home, 23-10 to against Marshall, uh, something, something's got to give here. Um, something's got to come out. A winner here Saturday, and um, and yeah, I mean, what was it going to take for it to be us? A miracle. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, defense plays halfway all right, and the offense can't get going. But to be honest, the offense hasn't really done anything since um, since the bye. Yeah, since the bye, um, and really since halfway through the third quarter in South Alabama's game, um, just absolutely mm-hmm. just either the wheels will fall apart. I mean, it's it's play it's play calling coaching i don't know what it is but it just is not gelling the way that it was the first eight games of the season on offense so we're going to need that to step up and we're going to need the defense to to show up like they did against marshall um and play just as well because marshall i mean app state's going to probably just run the ball down our throat just like marshall did and and take their shots when they can but no it's when we were five and three, I would not think that we would be in this position at the end of the year, hoping to to beat App just to get the sixth win. To lose these three the way that we have has been very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. So defense, I mean, only giving up twenty three points now. Marshall Marshall's not world beaters right on offense. We know that no, we previewed them. We did give up, a lot um, of yards. but we gave up a lot of yards, but only twenty three points. That's the fewest we've given up all year. Um, outside of Morgan State, right? So, so against FBS competition, um, and you know we, uh, or or yeah, I guess tied with Ball State also had twenty three points, but um, and then but offensively, right? Like you said, after the bye week, um, seventeen against Louisiana, only ten against Marshall. Um, obviously, we have 13 starters out on offensive defense, including pretty much our entire wide receiver core. Now, um, our running back room is depleted, right? You had uh, Jalen White go out with the injury. Gerald Green did not start. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, basically leaving it on the shoulders of the freshman O.J. Arnold. Um, and then... Uh, just a lot of a lot of youth and, and experience of the receiving core right after after losing um amari jones and uh you know singleton getting banged up he was back against marshall he led the team <clears> in receiving. 
I believe. Yeah, he led. Yeah, led the team. Yeah, there with there with Hood, and then, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, basically, like it's pretty much Singleton and Hood, right? And I, I mean, that like the other guys haven't been able to show up, or they're not getting the targets, right? Um, that that they deserve for one way or another, um, whether it's just. Uh, yeah, Ventris has trust in them or, or, or whatever it may be, right? But but certainly since I would say the bye week, but but specifically the Mari Jones injury, the offense hasn't looked yeah. Same. It just hasn't. It hasn't. Um, you know, and so we've got to figure something out. Um, the logical answer there is use our running backs, but now that side of the you know, is is uh, that, that room's getting depleted as well, like I said. Um, and probably Jalen White's best game too. That's what made it even worse. Is yeah. he was just yeah. a stud, man. He was great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thirteen carries, one hundred forty-three yards. I I want to say, yeah, that was close to his uh, season high. He might have had over one hundred and fifty uh, one game, but that that's that's close to it for sure. Um, and. And yeah, and then even get involved in the passing game. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you know, again with Vantrese, it, it's definitely been um, certainly since the bye week. But uh, but I'd say even like going back um, to James Madison probably was was by far his his last really really good game. Right? Um, I would say ODU certainly wasn't bad. ODU was good. ODU was was, was good. Right? No no turnovers efficient. Right? But twenty two um, did what he good. needed to do. Yeah. Right. Um, but but yeah, certainly like not putting up those like huge numbers when we needed to pass, and we thought that might be the case against Marshall. Right? Like abandon the run game, just beat him like we did uh, against James Madison. Yeah. Just air it out. Um, and, and clearly we just don't have the weapons um, or confidence in the weapons that we have um, to be able to do that. Well, right yeah, now, and, right? Um, and maybe some bad decisions too. Like there was one time it was, what, third and two, third and three, and we're chunking it down the field on a double coverage play that was yeah, low percentage, to say the least, at a completion. I, I don't know. I was in the stands. I couldn't really see. You know, I didn't have the aerial view or like the TV view to where you can kind of see what was happening, but – to me, it seemed like some of the decisions, not all of them, but some of the decisions were not good ones. We were either throwing it again and They were coverage. bad. Pressure was there. Pressure was there. I would say, like, you know, we, we talked about that, right? I mean, we faced some good lines, faced some good uh, defenses um, this year, certainly. Uh, but, you know, the, the games that we've, uh, you know, struggled in the most is games where we didn't dominate the trenches, right? Georgia State, um, South Alabama, Louisiana, and now Marshall. Um, you know, uh, Marshall, I believe, sacked, they sacked us twice, right, which was the most we've given up all year. Came into the game, I believe, it was just three sacks allowed. Um, so nearly matching that total. And, um, and, and yeah, I mean, that that's the difference of the game. Like, if you, if you can get pressure on um, – on Van Trees and then, you know, uh, um, get penetration there through the line, then, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna, um, we're gonna struggle. So, um, match that with a lack of weapons or again, lack of confidence in the weapons. Um, then, you know, you rely on the run game and then the running backs get hurt. Like it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it was, it was not, not a whole lot that we want to talk about <laughs> as a fan podcast. No, I mean, it, yeah, just, I mean, again, it's just like, disappointing. No one wants to relive it. It's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Like we were hoping, 
We wanted the the defense to show up again. I mean, gave up a lot of yards, but hold them to twenty three. That's about as much as you can ask. I yeah. think again, this point, Marshall's not an yeah. offensive of powerhouse yeah. by any stretch of the imagination, but it's 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 something you know like. 20 holding them to 23 points puts us in a position to win that football game but 10 points is like you can only you can say that that last drive that marshall had that 10 minute pretty much just clock killer game killer drive you know that was obviously the the nail in the coffin but the offensive woes is is really what allowed that last drive to occur right like the defense had already been out there quite a bit we've already done a lot of three and outs and the couple drives that we had that were great turn the ball over so yep. just i i know our last episode we were wanting to raise Kane and, and come out here and, and with passion and at this point it's you know we got one game left this, we're depressed yeah we're, we're just depressed we're, we're frustrated yeah depressed. i mean yeah it's just you it's look at third down at efficiency third yeah third down efficiency we were two for 11 in this right i believe we were two uh for like 14 or 15 um against louisiana uh so again and, came and also into bad against south game, alabama fifth in the too. nation Bad again. Yeah. yeah. So, so pretty much since the bye week, have been terrible on third downs. Where we were top in the country, right? We were top five well, in the country. Yep. Um, yeah. And 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 just yeah, the wheels has fall, uh, fallen and off. I haven't looked I to think see. If we're, all right. We're so, if we're right going to talk about anything about this game, I think we need to focus on that third down conversion, right? Because that's been the. If you look at the first eight games, we were great, as you said. What number? What two, three in the nation with that? Last three games, we've been terrible absolutely terrible we need to in college football you would like we're tw- 22 we're 22 in the nation now after being fifth going okay. into the louisiana so game. obviously we've dropped off quite a bit so it's better to get your first down either on first or second down right that's what you kind of want to do but here i feel like our third downs we're at the beginning of the season, we're usually third and short, third and three, third and two are now starting to become what third and five, third and six L- longer. We're not executing yep. as well on the first and second down plays to get in those short third down uh, situations that make the defense really have to guess, okay, are they going to go pass? Are they going to go run? And we can kind of do what we want to. Uh, if we want to win this game, one, the third down conversions. Because obviously that's what I, it appears to be a strategy is to get into a short third down situation, right, in our drives and yeah. to can have easy conversion. So if we want to win this game against App, we're going to have to make sure that on first and second downs we are gaining positive yardage and we are getting ourselves, if we're not getting the first downs on those first two downs, then at least getting it to where it's third and short, to where we do give ourselves an easy opportunity to get the first down and, and to keep the drive alive. Yeah. Well, and it's also just like uh, spatial awareness, right? We talked mm-hmm. about that of like ma- making like it, it just seems like we've had so many third downs, like like you said, third and five, third and six um, or, or longer, even like third and ten situations where we complete the pass. Uh, right in pretty much obvious uh, obvious passing down um complete the pass but are just short of the sticks right and like and 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 that's that's something that just didn't happen um in the first half of the season mm-hmm. right yep. um so yeah that that has to get better um but yeah i don't know i mean I, again i i think i think we're 
pretty much done talking about it because I don't think he wants to relive. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that comes up that that I do want to talk about that I think is worth talking about is right before the half, right? Like we we oh, start yeah. to kind of mount that comeback. Um, it's six to three after after one. Um, then what they was that the overturn? They come down the replay overturn. Um, yeah, that yeah. was the replay overturn, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, so they, they obviously get uh, the quick strike there, um, get the touchdown, miss extra point, go up 6 nothing. Um, then we get the field uh, – we force them to punt. We get the field goal, force them to punt. Uh, we punt, um, right, like back and forth punts. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then it ends up being 13-3. We um, – Go down and uh, what was it? Get the touchdown. Um, so anyway, it becomes twenty to ten. Um, <clears throat> we we go down, uh, have a chance before the half. Um, we start the drive. We have but was it Singleton? I think that had the catch. Uh, maybe, maybe, or it could have been Hood. Yeah, either Singleton or Hood, right? Um, and then. Uh, uh, I, it looked like his foot was down. It looked like it was one of those calls that was too close to overturn, right? Not enough undisputable evidence, right? As they say, um, to overturn it, but it does get overturned. Um, and then we get it. We still convert, right? Um, and then we get in a situation where we can either take a shot and go for it, right? We we have a timeout. We can take a timeout, run the clock down, take a shot, do a Hail Mary before the half. Worst case scenario, you throw an interception in the end zone or just short of the end zone. You get coverage team out there and um, just prevent a pick six, right? Um, <clears throat> but instead, we run the ball um, and then just go into the half. Um, that, to me, is infuriating, right? The, the, us playing the way we've been playing – to be in that situation um, where, you know, we could make it a one-score game. It's 20 to 10, and we settled to go down 10 points of the half. Yes, we got the ball, you know, to start the half, but not to take a shot there, get a get a P.I. call, um, get, you know, a miracle Hail, Hail Mary, get a tip ball, whatever it is, right? Um, even if you come away, like, short of – a touchdown and and still have time if you do clock management correctly right to get a field goal still go down one score at the half that to me like we we wussed out there right like like as a coaching staff like that's on the coaches like that was disappointing to see um us not take that shot in the situation we were in because it just seemed like the momentum was shifting our way um, and then we never really got back from that, right? We didn't do anything uh, when we opened the second half. Um, that drive fizzled out, and I, I just feel like that the game was almost lost on on that on that final drive, where where you know we had had a chance again to to bring it within one score and, and just kind of settled um, to go down ten and a half and uh, pick it up, you know, with with the opening drive. Yeah, I you know you could play devil's advocate there, and say, well, what if we get the strip, and or what if they get the strip and return it, and all these other things. I think you have to play to win the game, right? And when you have forty something, forty five, fifty seconds left in the game, and the offenses can be as high powered as what ours can be when executed right, 
I think you have to run it and, and give and, and legitimately try your best to go out there and score. Um, obviously, I think if that call doesn't happen, I think that completely changes the play calling at that point, right? If if that if that play stands, and now we're at our at Marshall's forty, we probably do take some shots either at the end zone or we go and do a hurry up and, and try to go and, and, and push it as quickly as we can. Um, but still, just because you have something, a setback like that, it still doesn't mean that you just kind of, as you say, settle and, and take it into the half. I, yep. I so much wasn't really, I didn't, I'm not a bit set as much as you are about that. I understand your point. I understand where you're coming from. I think what, gets me the most upset when you're talking about this game as far as offense goes is the two turnovers that we had because they came at very crucial times both times the offense were driving and both times it just to me just sucked the wind out of whatever momentum we were had at that time and and that's where I think we sort of lost the game especially that last interception or that last turnover um but no I think I think it goes to the philosophy of when you have especially when you're behind if you have the ball and there's time to where you think you can score, you have to put yourself in the best position to go for it. You can't leave points on the field. And I think that's where you're frustrated because you felt like we left points on the field, even if it was just a field goal. Yeah. So. Correct. Yep. Yep. Um, cool. So I guess before we move on to App State and, and task at hand, uh, we got into a – um, a nice, I wouldn't even call it a debate. I think we we pretty much agree, but, but, uh, you know, something yeah, I wouldn't say debate. That, I don't think we're as heated as most people yeah. are. Yeah. But, but obviously it's the, like the flavor of the month, right? Or flavor of the week. Like a lot of people have been talking about <laughs> well, social media. Are mad. They want to blame lost. somebody. <laughs> well, they want to blame somebody. Yeah. They want, people want a finger point and they want it. Yeah. Like who, like, you know, we're, we're under 500 for the first time of the season, right? Um, again, fighting for our lives this, uh, uh, this week to, to keep things going and get a shot at a bowl. Um, we are, uh, yeah, so, you know, another loss at Paulson. Um, yeah, people just want to point a finger and have, have a scapegoat. Yep. So yep. it seems like most fans, at least the ones that are vocal on social media, that scapegoat is the fans, right? It's 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 the attendance, but specifically the student section. Those students, um, you know, there there was a lot there was a lot of chatter on on Facebook, especially in the various Facebook groups, um, as as well as Twitter, um, of yeah, just the the poor attendance by the students in this game against Marshall, um, which make no mistake about it was the case, right? It was I mean, bad. Cody, you were it there in bad. person. Uh, I watched it on TV, you know, from Colorado on ESPN plus. Um, it was abysmal. It was really bad. There was maybe a couple hundred people there and that's being generous. If you say there was a thousand students there that's using Georgia state math and even that, you know, like, <laughs> so, so like it's, yeah, it, it, it was bad. Um, it, by far the worst attendance game of the season at least uh maybe not uh, uh i don't even at least know I think what the from total a student, was Do you have that i don't i think from a student from a student attendance yeah. it looked like it was the worst one um yeah but as far as i didn't catch the attendance i can look that up real quick though and see what it was but 
Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, while, while you do, I mean, uh, you know, obviously, like, yeah, that's where a lot of the finger pointing was, and people talked about the power pulse, and people started to reminisce on the on the good old days, right, when they were fans, whenever that was, whether it was, like, late FCS days, early FCS days, <laughs> middle of those days, maybe early uh, FBS days, and, like, of, of just how it was different, and, I mean, make no mistake about it, like, in, in early you know in uh, the early fps days under um under fritz with 14 and 15 like yes that power paulson was real like some of those games were very well attended um but cody you and i started talking through this and uh you being you know the the stat wizard you are um you you immediately pulled out your uh encyclopedia right which i assume is phil still but no maybe no, it's a, no, a website no, yeah it's, it's now, got a db so shout out to clack there's got a db there there you go, there you go. so shout out to clack um but yeah so you started looking at attendance uh, not not just attendance not numbers attendance, but, but dates, dates dates games were played of, yeah um because the argument here was uh, the argument for the students, right? The people that were either defending the students, there were some students in those um, in those threads as well, like defending themselves or making excuses or whatever you want to call it, um, was basically Thanksgiving, right? It, it is Thanksgiving week. Uh, classes are, um, you know, there's classes no classes during out. Thanksgiving we all week know. at all. It's classes party are out. Week. We all know it's his party week, and <laughs> and um, you know. With this, like, I, I, for some reason, I remember, like, classes being early in the week of Thanksgiving and not having the whole week off. But anyway, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, uh, I also remember years where, like, yeah, you left on Thursday, uh, you know, before Thanksgiving week or that Friday. Um, and we started talking through because for those who don't know, we've mentioned it a couple of times, but Cody and I, you know, attended Georgia Southern during the dark years, right. Um, during, uh, first year or last year, Seawalk, um, BVG, and then, uh, the Hatcher years. Right. Hatch and we, tech. we, uh, Which both congratulated, him. right. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to him. Stanford's in the playoffs. Um, so the FCS playoffs. So, um, but <laughs> yeah, right. Oh God. Um, <laughs> But, but, uh, but yeah, so, so we were there, there, uh, during that time and we both graduated before, um, Munkin, right? Yes. Before Munkin's first year. So, uh, we weren't there for any playoffs at all. We started kind of rattling off and, and, and going through those dates and we didn't play. <laughs> we, we, our seasons were all done during that time. Well, before Thanksgiving, correct. Um, some in, in early November, um, there were some, I believe Cody, even in October, where the last, right. Home game. Correct me. Yeah. yeah. So where like, the last home game, just in 2005, the last home game was November 12th. That's not the weekend of Thanksgiving. So in 06, the last home game was November 4th. No, I'm sorry, November the 18th against Central Arkansas. So that was a little bit later. Um, that was Van Gorder in 07. The last home game was November 10th against Furman. That's the famous uh, field goal at the end in which everybody thought yep. it was good. And then the yep. silence that nobody moved after. Uh, oh, that was so easy. That eerie. was very I saw yeah. it from the press box. Yeah. Um, you should have been in the stands for that. That <laughs> sucked. I should have. I was covering the team. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, literally seeing, I mean, that, that game was packed. Seeing yeah. everyone go crazy and then just, I mean, a pin drop. Nobody moved. Was, was, Nobody moved for like yeah. a good five minutes. If you, Yeah. It, it was, yeah, surreal. Uh, November 8th was the last home game on the eight, 2008 season. 
uh, and looking at 2009. This was a little bit later, November 21st. So that was against the Citadel. In fact, I think we actually went to that game because um, that was our last home game we as did. students. I believe so. Uh, 2010, the last home game for the regular season, regular season, was actually the App State game, November 6th. And then, of course, you had the playoffs um, with South Carolina State on the 27th. Uh, yep. 2011. Yeah, so that that game, so, what I was mean, the attendance there for 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 South Carolina State? Oh, South Carolina State, because that was right after. I actually went to that because that was the first playoff game that we had since '05. Um, yeah, that attendance was actually eleven thousand five hundred and seventy-seven. Yeah. It was. I, I remember watching it on TV because I did not attend. Um, I I don't know where I was. I assume I was with family. Um, but yeah, I I remember like the students didn't show up for that either. So anyway, again, the 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 point here is, is like a lot of people are making <laughs> yeah you know, we can keep going. Um, but a lot of people were making claims like well back in my day whenever that day was like oh you know I I left um I I I went home late and and came came back to school early you know for the games. Well, no, you didn't because the games weren't playing. <laughs> like unless you were coming back for a basketball game, there were no games. I mean, and, and, and even again, like dating back, like we were talking about recent history there, but I mean, that was the case in pretty much the entire FCS era. Right. So like, uh, again, unless you want to talk about a couple years there and like FBS and, um, some of those FCS playoff games, um, yeah, that just wasn't the case. So the, the majority of the people that were kind of making that claim, it's like literally we weren't playing. <laughs> so, yeah, so like you're, yeah, you're, you're predicting like what you would have done, but you've will never be in that situation. So um, it, it's just kind of funny to be, because again, I had to think like I'd been thinking about it all week. Cause again, I've been seeing all these posts and I'm like, wait, did I go home for Thanksgiving? And yeah, I did. Like as I went through year to year, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I went home there. I'm pretty sure I went home there. It's cause we didn't have games. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, again, we were playing like postseason was a pipe dream for us. Um, but you know uh, I guess, 2005 right which was the most successful season last year under seawalk um that i distinctly remember you know we obviously lose to texas state blow the big lead they're in the first round of the playoffs that was at texas state correct yep um i remember watching that tv or watching that game on tv um it was on national tv i believe and um mistaken Something like, yeah, ESPN2, and I watched it from my aunt's house, right, because it was our Christmas party, because it was, like, uh, mid-December, no, I believe. No, it was Thanksgiving. December? It was a Saturday. Oh, was it no, Thanksgiving? It was, okay. it was a Saturday after there Thanksgiving. It was a Saturday after Thanksgiving. There you go. So so I remember, as a freshman, watching that, literally locking myself in, like, a room of my aunt's house, away from my cousins, watching this game as a freshman, you know. Um, but, again, we weren't really presented with that situation i understand like everyone's different but again cody just rattled them off there's more where that came from like this situation has come up a you know very small amount of times let's go back Um, to one of our more successful seasons in 2015 and if you look at the game after thanksgiving which was against south alabama 15,000 um that was the 28th um i think you go to let's look at the 2018 season and Nope. Last home game was Troy because the last two games were away. So yep. again, it. I think. I think it's, he, it's just funny, like what people remember yeah, and what they don't. Mandela you know? effect, but, like, right? Everyone was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly." And everyone's like, "Oh, you know, 
well, like, how dare the students do that? It's like, you know, if, if you were presented with this, I mean, if I, if I'm reflecting and being like honest with myself, like, I don't know, like if, if we were a five win football team and I wasn't covering the team, right. For like the Georgian or, or like something like that. Like if I didn't have a true reason to be there, especially if my friends, right. Like the ripple effect, like if your friends are all even, like yep. you're not going to go. So like, I mean, I, I'm not making excuses for the students but i'm just saying one like they're literally like you cannot equate it to your college experience no. because it's literally a different experience it completely is. different um because they're playing a game so like you know it it's uh, i i get it it's frustrating to see the stands empty like that but you know it's it's not going to change uh, and and people are going to say oh well winning's going to change it I'm gonna say it's not. No, like see, I would disagree now. With you now that. there's a there's there's a amount of winning that would change it, but I don't think we're that close to no, that. Consistently, right? So winning, like, right? like the ten win season for lunch a seven eight yeah seven eight it. win even nine win team doesn't get five thousand students in the stands the weekend before or after Thanksgiving. Period. Period. Um, a 10, 11, 12 win team, ranked team, uh, division title contention or possibly clinch, um, college game day coming. That does. That yeah. does. That gets people to, to stay late, right? Or, 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 yeah, stay a day late or come come back a day early yep. to the borough. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the seven to nine wins, I don't think that does it. Look, I think, um, I think the main thing out of all this is that people need fans, our fans, need to try to uh, find some blame for what they've seen the last three weeks, right? Like, we yep. need to find something to blame it on. Uh, it's a defense. Well, the defense played halfway decent. Uh, it has to be what the fans. The now it has to be the students. Those students, if they'd have showed up, the power Paulson would have showed up. Well, actually, no. The offense uh, the past three weeks has not been clicking the way that it has. And, Maybe yeah, and usually part it's the of defense that, yeah. that responds right to the to the and part of uh, that. You know, I think you to the fans is is Amari Jones, right? He went down. Uh, that he was a big part of the the offense. Um, you see others now starting going down. Luckily, Singleton came back. He played well. Hood played well. But we've somebody else has to step up, or some we're gonna have to trust somebody and just hope that they can make some plays. Otherwise, if you're just hoping for two guys in the receiving core to do all the work. Well, defense is going to get pretty smart and just clamp down on those two guys and yeah. force you to throw it to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, this is times for, you know, Marcus Sanders to step up for Evan, what is the Lester, the tight end, for the tight ends to step up. I mean, I kind of feel like that's a – we haven't used the tight end position maybe like we should have or could have to, to no, exploit. we haven't. So, Certainly not in the passing game. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just, you know, your chance of what Dylan Cobb, you know, all these young guys, this is your shot. You know, take it. If you can step up in this game against App State and, and make your make a name for yourself in this game, you will go down in Eagle Lore forever, and you will never have to pay True. for a drink again in Statesboro yeah. for as long as you live. Is he? Yeah, is he? You exactly. Right? He, is he? You doesn't I mean, have to again. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that wasn't even against App State. No, but that, was, that was against that was in 2014. Even uh, I don't know if the, if that was one that you rattled off, but what was the attendance of that oh, game, Cody? This yeah, was to clinch. Pull. This was before conference championship, first year in FBS. We Making were eligible history. for a conference championship because there was 
making history, uh, undefeated eight and zero record in in Sun Belt play. There was first no year conference championship. No, no championship game. So we were eligible for to win it, and we did win it. Um, close game came down to the wire. Matt Dobson, right, uh, big hit, knocking the ball loose there. Big hit there in the end zone. Uh, we rushed the field. I was there. My dad was there. I was uh, there. My, my now my now wife was there. Right, like every everything. Yeah, and, and like uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. rushed the field and, together. And so. <laughs> we rushed the field together. It was awesome. And, and, um, but what was the attendance? A big whopping 16,283. 16,000 people. And I remember we sat in the student section. Student section, I believe. Yes. We did. And it was not filled. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I think we had like general did. admission tickets or something like oh, that. Maybe we that's had what like, it was. I think yeah. it was like just cheap, like something. We just were to get still in. pretty poor back then. We were yeah. pretty poor back then. Yes, we were. I was, I was poor anyway back then. Um, were you working but, for the paper yeah. still at that time, or had you already gone down to Florida? Uh, 2014, I was working for, um, yeah, for the Sentinel. I was working. Okay, and still in the paper. Yeah. Okay, I, I was still poor. I was still poor. <laughs> I was working for a big paper, but I was still poor. Um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, I, I, I mean, it, I, I, I just think it's perspective, right? It just adds perspective to the whole thing of like, look, don't, don't take out your frustration on one group of fans, no. um, and, and 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 point blame and say and don't this take and that out seven and, like, years again. of frustration that we've had on students, yeah, on students, um, right? Yeah, it's hard to forget how you were when you were a student, right? No money <laughs> depending on food, right? Like where can I get the other thing food? to point out here is like, is and people pointed this out and especially the Facebook groups. So it was like the dorms are closed. Like the dorms are literally about. closed. I and I do that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that because like I, I, I lived in dorms for two years. So I lived at Eagle village. I was first class in Eagle village and then lived in, um, courtyard i think or something i don't know anyway but uh, lived it was like upperclassman housing i lived in it as a sophomore um and then lived with cody um for for pretty much the the, the rest of the time um uh, along with some others uh and uh in, in off-campus housing right but yeah first two years um lived on campus and yeah i remember distinctly like i had no choice again no football game to attend no really reason to be there everybody else was gone um but i remember like having to leave during thanksgiving break and christmas break because they closed the dorms and maybe it's a you know a few days earlier now than it was before or whatever like you know i i think it was like sunday before and not like the friday before but apparently that's the way it is now um so again you're talking about like freshmen as far as i know are still required to live on campus um you know i'm sure there's some exceptions but, uh, you know, that's a lot of freshmen and then, uh, you know, probably a, a decent amount of sophomores that literally have no place to go, right? They're homeless <laughs> in the yeah. borough. Um, they have to go home to mom and dad or they have to go home to, the you know, family or friends or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, keep that in mind, right? And, like, I, I literally saw people saying, like, well, that's not an excuse. It's like, the, the heck it isn't. Like, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Like our fans, man. Sometimes, like, ugh. Um, they're the greatest. Anyway. They're the greatest. They can be. The they greatest. can be irrational at times. Um, and we can be. They can too. be super irrational. We can be. We can be. We too. can be too. We can be too. Um, that's what makes them fun. It does. Uh, but no, I again, I think it's a lot of just pent up anger that you've seen. Like we had this incredible high. We were five and three, and now this November. Everyone has wants just a scapegoat. Been, has just been 
not up to par. Um, offense yep. isn't clicking. Defense hasn't really clicked. It's just very frustrating as a fan. Um, and, and it's kind of wild, right? Like if you look at the – we kind of talked about this a little bit last week, but if you look at the beginning of the season, if you're going to say, hey, five and six, a chance to beat App State, to knock them out of a bowl and to being a bowl eligible, would you take it? I think probably 85% of our fans would be like, yeah, let's take Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know? But being winless in the month of November, yes. But being winless, right? We 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 terrible. yeah we we talked obviously right. Obviously, that was the one of the downfalls of of the Lunsford era, right? Yeah. Was was we got worse as it went on. He was had a losing record in November, um, and then here we are, uh, you know, halting yet to win a game. Well, I in, mean, in the month it's of very November. true what they say with college football: champions are made in November. What whatever you do in September, October, yes, it sets you up. But where you make your mark is in November, and if you can't win in November, you're not going to win championships. And so, you know, I think this is going to probably be a, a big theme with this coaching staff as they go, you know, prep for, you know winter workouts, you know, spring practice, you know, summer workouts, and then, you know, back into fall camp is it's going to be finish, right? It's, it's going to have to be, we get, we, we started off great. We started off hot, but we fizzled and, and make no mistake about it. If we win or if we lose, we fizzled in this month of November, we had our opportunities yep. to really make our mark um, and put ourselves in a shot to where if coastal faltered, you know, we could have we, we could have put ourselves in a great spot to take over the East, but we fizzled it out and we just went cold at the very wrong time of the year. And I think yep. this should, I mean, yeah, this ba- this will be back some, to back yep. double digit, back to back double digit losses, right? Um, we uh, you know, but before that, the our only double digit loss was uh, to UAB, yeah. right? Um, so we, we had a lot of close calls, coastal came back against Georgia state to make that close, um, South Alabama. Um, but I mean, these last two against Louisiana and Marshall just honestly weren't, I mean, they were yeah. over almost and before I will they say this, You never felt comfortable. Yeah. And I will say this, at least going into this next game is what, what has our coordinators learned throughout the season? What can they, are they, are they, being innovative with their systems? Are they looking at ways to slightly improve it and, and make it better? Or have they just imitated something that they've seen before and they're kind of lost now that people have figured it out? And, I'll, say, and, and, I'll say the defense, I think, did. Again, yeah. gave up a lot of yards, only 23 points. Um, and, and yeah, we only gave up 23 to Old Dominion looking back at this. So, so that's the third time this year. That's the lowest mark. Um, and Ball State being the other. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, I I saw adjustments, right? I saw adjustments yeah. from the defense. Again, certainly far from perfect, but they were stacking the box. They were trying to take away the run. Um, I thought they did a fairly good job of that. Um, and and I will say this: I sit where I sit. Uh, I have my season tickets. I have a set that is on the home side, and I have a set that's on in the in the club section, um, right above the students. And where we're at on the home side, we actually sit, and Matt, Matt's been there a couple of times, but we sit right behind the defense where they're at. Yep. Um, I will yep. say this. The coaching staff, uh, the players, they were very attentive, very focused throughout the entire game, um, constantly uh, making adjustments, constantly communicating, constantly when the offense was on the field, understanding what had happened in the previous series and, and, and making sure either mistakes were fixed 
or to ensure that they're staying where they need to stay at and, and continue their momentum that they had, uh, which is encouraging, right? I, you know, I know that we had our, our last episode, which we kind of blasted them, but, you know, let's kind of at least look at the positives that where we can find them. And and this is a place where yeah, we can find I, them I in think, this game. Yeah, I think they responded. Now it's yeah. time to blast offense, maybe. Yeah, we can, I know. <laughs> well, that's uh, what, that's what like, kind of the, the last yeah. comment was, is, is really, you know, you look at Coach Ellis – you know, he had his first two seasons at Western Kentucky. His offense wasn't that great. They dropped kind of co-OC, or you can say maybe a demotion, it looks like, from the outside. They bring in this new guy from this school nobody's heard of, um, and their offense explodes. Well, obviously, it looks like he has come here and has taken that offense um, under Zach Keeley, and it worked great beginning of the season through the first, what, two-thirds of it. Now it's struggled. How, how, what does he, can he innovate within this offense to make it successful? Or is he just. Well, to the personnel. Yeah. Can you match yeah, it to the personnel? The that's personnel. the yeah. thing. And that's, that's what I was arguing with you last week of like, again, you you're taking arguing. over a, an option. Well, we were debating over like how deep we can possibly oh, be yeah, and like what that yeah. expectation is. And like, I, I think it like, and I disagree with you. It's like, I, I think it's incredible that we've been able to put up the offensive numbers we have um, through the passing attack with an option roster, uh, right? Which, which historically has, has just been not great under Lunsford, right? So Correct. you're you're coaching with uh, Lunsford recruits that were for a run based system um, that a lot of people argued was more leaning like FCS or, or lower tier G five roster um, in, in talent level. And you were able to be the number three, you know, the top five consistently passing attack in the country. It's pretty impressive, but yeah, once you start having those guys um, catch the injury bug, like you're going to see that drop off pretty quick. And to your point, now, I think like that's where the coaching really becomes difficult, yeah. right? So like, yes, yeah, so you were able to match the system. Um, we had some, you know, uh, undiscovered talent or whatever you want to call it, right? Like what, what Heldon's been preaching the whole mm-hmm. year of like, oh, I was super impressed, right? So like, yeah, you you unearth Burgess, you unearth uh, uh, Amari Jones, um, you know, you. Uh, get Singleton and um, and Hood all of a sudden being like household names, but then when half those guys are gone, what do you have left? How deep well, can you really be and, and continue and to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game? Yeah, yeah. and that's where honestly, it, the coaching aspect that part should have been done in the you know throughout prior to that in the in, throughout the season, right? You prep these guys. Hey, look, somebody goes down, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. You got to be prepared. Prepare them for going into a game as best as you can with the given reps that you have throughout the week so that if it does happen, then they can come in and make their mark. Um, I think you're right. I mean, with them installing a whole new system, it's hard enough just to get the starters and the guys that you think are going to be your constant 11 on the field or constant 12, 13, 14 with your rotations to get them up to speed. I'm not saying that they slacked on the younger guys hoping that they can just learn as you know they have a couple years to learn but you see now with the our starters being out with the injuries depth is starting to creep up as an issue with this um yep and we got to figure it out if we want to go to a bowl game we're going to have to figure out an answer for app state 
Um, as you can tell, we haven't really talked much about the App State game. Um, we all hate them. We don't like them. Um, they've had a horseshoe up, you know, where for the past 10 years that they don't deserve, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. It, it, this game will be more about us and our coaching than I think anything App brings to the table. Yeah, I mean, like you know, they're gonna tr- they're gonna try to do the same thing that all the other teams have done against mm-hmm. us, but I don't think they're as well equipped to do it as other teams. Um, you know, their rushing attack, obviously, it, like that's what they've like leaned on for the majority of the year. Um, they found the most success in that. Um, you if know, you with stop uh, that, they have a hard time with their offense going. They do. They do. They, 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 you know, they use, I mean, Chase Bryce is a good quarterback, um, but he lost all his weapons, right? Um, last year and they haven't really been able to replicate that. So yeah, at times I would, when I they would re- him the have to game. rely on the, yeah, I would, I honestly, yeah. I would focus on the run and I would blitz him the entire game. I would, I would try to hit him as hard as, and as many times as possible. And he's not he's not as mobile as the kid we just saw at Marshall, right? I gotta Which give it to that kid. Had a pretty good game against us. We, uh, he he played well. He played well. He played well. Honestly, he did. He he took what we gave him. Um, he had some good runs. He threw for like two seventy or two something. Yeah, um, a majority. Well, a lot of that was on yeah, that one. Two seventy four. Yeah. Yeah. Two seventy four. Seventeen for thirty two. Two touchdowns. No interceptions. Not spectacular, but you know, it's enough to um, win the game. He's accurate when he needs to win to the game. And I mean, if if Chase Bryce puts up those numbers, they're probably going to win too, um, you know. But but again, like rushing wise, um, yeah, I mean he he's he's not going to do that. So um, we have to find a way <clears throat> to um, yeah to to just like force him to pass. Yeah, maintain um, put him gap in a, integrity. Yeah, but when you hit or when yeah. you rush him, you know, don't get don't get out of your lane. Um, or don't leave, you know, one side completely wide open yeah. to where he can just easily pick up five, six, seven yards. Um, right. But no, I, I would make him uncomfortable, and I'd, I'd make him make quick decisions and, and see if you can't get him to to throw a, an interception or two. But no, I think if if our offense doesn't find an answer, I think it's going to be a long long game, like you saw with Marshall. It's going to be very frustrating to watch. Uh, for for me, it comes out of this. We have sixteen seniors. It's senior night. We're literally playing for our lives. Like I said, right? I mean, it, for this them, is man. literally playing for them. This is literally a win, or go home, or in our case, a win or stay home. Right <laughs> scenario. Yeah. For app, it's a win or go home scenario. Um, again, they need that seventh win. We have not just the bowl game riding on this for us, but we can keep app out of a bowl game. Yep. Right. We've never been able to say that as an FBS team. We've never gone into this game. You know, obviously we've only played it at the, at at the, um, you know, nightcap of the season, um, at the end cap there, uh, what, three, four years now. If that, um, I don't think it's but that much. If that, maybe three, maybe yeah, three. Um, but yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. So and 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 that was one where we both came into that game with like that was the first one where neither team 
were in contention for the division. Correct. Right? Yep. Um, and so I don't want to say like nothing to play for because we obviously went to bowl that year. App went to a bowl that year. Um, but yeah, this is the first time we can not only, you know, we're playing for our postseason lives, but we can keep them out of the postseason. Yeah. Um, if that doesn't light a fire, I don't, I don't know what you want, you know, like, um, (laughs) you know, like. Um, what more motivation do you need? But again, senior night, like I, I'm not saying like seniors have to take it over like it was. And, you know, we were talking in, um, pre-show about, uh, you know, like the, um, summer's year, right. The, 2016. Um, 16, right. Super talented roster, a roster that most people, you and I included Cody think that, um, if was better coached, <laughs> right. If, 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 if Fritz was still here, stayed. that, yeah, if the coach would have stayed, that's easily a division winner, probably, and um, possibly a New Year's Six team. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but but you saw the senior class in that 2016 season just completely take over um, against Troy and win that game um, by really just kind of doing their own thing, right? And I'm not saying that that's what's even needed um, here. Um, I, I think injuries and a combination, I think we have a, a much, much better staff than, than what we had in 2016 and 17. Make no mistake about it. Um, but again, I, I, I think the seniors will be key here to just step up as leaders. They've been through a lot. Younger guys play for them. Seniors go out on top, right? I mean, last game at Paulson, no matter what, yeah. um, make it memorable your arch rival, keep them out of the bowl, go to a bowl yourself, keep the season going. And I would add this. This is the the chance. This is the first year of the Helton era. Chance to really set that foundation for the success of hopefully the 2023 season and beyond, right? Like, What's the difference, Cody? What's the difference, Cody? So we, we talked preseason about, you know, expectations. Yeah. And I was saying, you know, if we could finish six and six, make a bowl, maybe win seven games, that would be spectacular. You agreed. You were more on the lower end. You were like, you know, we're probably looking somewhere between like three and five. If we hit five, that's successful. Yeah. We're at five. We now. are. Um, obviously, expectations change throughout the year. Um, you know, the, the better the year goes, if it, uh, you know, um, surpasses your expectations you're you're probably going to get more optimistic right and that's what most of our fans did um but where we're at now um again drop under 500 for the first time with a martial loss um so we're either gonna become bowl eligible six and six had a chance for a seventh win or possibly you know drop below 500 or um in five and seven um so I guess my question for you, Cody, is like, what is the difference there, right? It's just one game. It's it's the difference between one win and one loss. Um, But going into next year with that momentum, like what, what is the difference there of like how, how meaningful is this game? Take, take the rivalry and all that out. Like I'm just talking when wins and losses, like what does that do going into next year? You go out on a high, right? Like you don't end the season on a four game losing streak in which you just completely you know, completely go off the tracks in November, right? So that first and foremost, it's that. 
you go that if you get the win, you get the extra practices for the bowl game, which is huge, mm-hmm. especially for the younger guys. They need it. They absolutely need it. Um, and then on top of that, you just go in with the momentum that you're a bowl team. Um, you'll see how it works with recruiting, whether we transfers or not. However, that's going to work itself out. But no, I think it's just more on you stop the bleeding that has happened the last three games. Um, and then you get the extra practices that should build you for, for better success going into the winter and the spring. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I, I, I think, I think for me answering that question, I, I think it changes everything. Yeah. You go, yeah. O, you go Oh, and four in the month of November. Um, you know, that's all everybody's <clears> going to um, talk about is Owen oh four. Yeah. And that's going to lower pretty much everybody's expectations. You're going to be like, well, they, they started off great, but then they, we thought who they thought with 500 yeah. at home, right. It would be yeah. a 500 record at home. You know. Which is the worst we've had in a while. I mean, certainly. And then you're going to get year, into right? like, how are they going to replace Jones and Singleton and Van yep, and you start Van going, yep. what for the offensive linemen, I believe. So, you know, you used to get into those questions as well, and you know, it starts to kind of snowball on you. Um, but no, end it right. End it with a win. Send send that team from Boone back home. Um, you have to answer those questions no matter what, right? But like it's, it's easier it's way if you easier win. to answer those questions <laughs> if you win, especially if we get yeah. a bowl game and win that bowl game. You end the season seven and six, and um, and yeah, like yes, all those question marks still are there. Um, but it's way more, um, you know, it's a easier yeah, pill to swallow exactly. right? the, the off season to figure out those things rather than, yeah, ending 0-4 and, and then having to figure it out. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, I, I just, I don't know, like, if that doesn't light a fire, I you know, like, I, I don't know what else the team needs. I mean, I, I think that's one thing that, to me, has been somewhat disappointing, not just from, like, I mean, mainly a coaching staff standpoint, right? Of like, and we saw it on a Lunsford, like at times, like they just didn't show up for like the big games. Like you, they, they didn't seem like they wanted it as much as the, as the other team. Um, or and I don't know nerves or yeah, but yeah, no, I will say this. We, yeah. We're kind of wrapping. We're going to, we're probably close to wrapping this up. Um, for as much for as much as we want to talk about the student section that showed up, I'm gonna challenge the alumni, right? Who all is getting off work on Friday, right? Who's a lot of us would probably take off work. Come down to the yep. game. If if you want to see more people in the stands, be the people in the stands. Get down go here. Go to the student section. I'm yeah. sure they'll let yeah, you. Yeah, go to the student right. section. Buy a general you admission room, ticket. Stretch out. Yeah, you know, buy one of the upper um, upper deck tickets and come on down. Uh, if you're if you're that concerned, if you're that upset by it, because uh, we're gonna need it and gonna need to be loud as possible. Um, yeah, control what you can yeah, control. Exactly. Like the students, I mean, it is what it is. You can't like, control again, the students. You control yourself. You if can't control it. it. Show up. It's it's not. Yeah, I mean, like nothing we say, nothing you say on social, like they're they're not gonna show up. They're just not. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like it's well, they're not yeah. on Facebook anyways. It, they're on they're on TikTok. <laughs> they're on TikTok, but like, but you know, they're they're just not. I mean, it, it's a five win team. They're they're looking at so like it's gonna take consistent winning um, to get them to make those 
sacrifices, right? To, to make those hard yeah. decisions yeah. of like spending less time, not just with family, but with friends, with, um, you know, the friends that went to other schools that they want to go see and, and whatever it is, um, hang out in their hometown and their like normal spots or what you know, like, yeah, th- those are, well, those are tough decisions. The, like the, the most attended home game that we've had, right. Was one of those, what was it? 2016, that ULM game, right. If I remember correctly, that took two yes. years of Fritz. Like, that took right. two years of consistently winning at that high of a level to get to that point. It's going to take... And we won that game by like a field yes. goal, right? And yeah. that was under Summers. That was yeah. the, the, when we were 3-0. <laughs> that was... Yeah. Uh, that was what was the famous, uh, infamous 3-0 and quote. We're 3-0. and What more do you want? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to take that sort of consistent winning to really start to not only get the general fan back involved, but also the general student who, you know, is probably looking at, I got several things that I can do on Saturday. Do I want to go and spend it at a time where we're not looking that good or we're not playing that way? And I know that's how like Um, people look at it. It's like, Oh, that's 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 a hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they're paying for it in their student fees, so people are like, oh, well, you're paying for it regardless. Yes, they are, but still, like, they can do other things with their time. Like, they've they got, you know, they've obviously got school. Um, they, and we're not they can making study. excuses They're probably not doing it. We're not making excuses for it, but, like, you know, like, again, if, if you go and it's a dry product, again, me and Cody went to school during BBG in the summer or the, um, the Hatcher years, and, like, it was hard. And like we're super yeah. obviously we run a podcast. We're super passionate about Georgia Southern football. <laughs> but like it was hard to show up for those games. It was. I don't expect that at, like the Especially casual when we average had a fan of to Mr. do that. Mr. Boston. That was terrible. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Uh yeah. The d- days you just like sneak uh, like handles of liquor into yeah. the <laughs> uh, into the stadium. But um it like yeah, I don't expect the casual average fan to do that. I, I just, you know, when, when mediocre football gets mediocre attendance, you know, and like it, it just does. So like, um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Like to, to me, like if you're going to be that vocal, like as fan, like bring, bring a friend, bring three, right. As a young alumni, as an older alumni, as you know, FCS era, you know, yeah. our glory days guy, like bring your whole family. Right, that's in town for for Thanksgiving. Like you know, do that and 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 help out. And if you do that, if you create a lively atmosphere, guess what? It's on TV, right? It's on ESPN Plus. Yeah. Um. Maybe the students see that. Maybe they get excited. Maybe they decide to go to the bowl game if we win that game. Maybe they decide to show up next year more often. You know, maybe they decide to stay a day late or come back a day early, right? Uh, during Thanksgiving. So, um, set that precedent. I guess is the message here, right? Um, as as the as as alumni, like if, if you're gonna make those claims, like set that precedent. Yeah. So, um, all right. Be the well, change you wish to see. Be the change. <laughs> I say that I'm I'm like a complete hypocrite. I'm not flying to Georgia for this game. I'm gonna be in Colorado. Well, you're in Denver. But to be fair, I'm not different. Uh, I, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm in Loveland, but short. Yeah. Like it's, it's, uh, it's not the same thing. I'm an hour from Denver. Um, but it's, it's, uh, yeah. um, Who cares? Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's cold. It's cold here. Uh, 
it was six the other day. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I'm not going to be with family during Thanksgiving. So like, you know, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, again, if, if you, if you're, if you have the means to do it, if you're in the proximity to do it, go to the game, don't point fingers, don't blame the students, control what you can control, be the change you want to be. Um, <laughs> let's, let's beat app state. Let's send them back to the mountains with their season ending. Wanting to console their goats. Wanting to console the goats and let us get some extra practices and let us have a good next episode where we get to preview a bowl game. And with that, Cody, Hail Southern. Hail Southern.